Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 12-16-2019. This is my daily news that even plants crave, and Anchor's number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from IGN, written by Chris Priestman. Red Dead Redemption 2's PC exclusive content coming to consoles. Red Dead Redemption 2 content that was initially exclusive to the PC version is coming to consoles. Rockstar has released... The previously PC-exclusive story mode updates on PlayStation 4 alongside the Moonshiners update for Red Dead Online. The Xbox One version of the game will get these updates on January 21st, 2020. The updates include new bounty hunter missions and gang hideouts, so you can track down Herman Zizendorf, Camille de Millemont, and Bart Kavanaugh, or take on the Del Lobos gang. The To the Ends of the Earth mission is now available with this update. Plus, the landmarks of Riches and the Elemental Trail treasure maps have been added for anyone who enjoys hunting down gold. New weapons include the M1899 pistol, Evans repeater, High Roller revolver, and Lamotte revolver. While your fresh pick of horses are the Warped Brindle Arabian, Few Spot Apollosa, Perlino Andalusian, and Red Chestnut Arabian. Want more hidden trinkets? You got it. There's the Hawk Talon, Cat Eye, Shark Tooth, Turtle Shell, and Crow Beak. And finally, Photo Mode gives you free form camera movement to find your favorite snaps of the frontier. You can also add filters, stickers, and texture photos before you upload them to Rockstar Social Club. So there you go. If you're playing this on console, you're going to get a whole huge bundle of free goodies. Second is from IGN, written by Joseph Noop. J.J. Abrams teases Ahsoka Tano cameo in Rise of Skywalker. Ahsoka Tano, the main character of a majority of Star Wars, the Clone Wars animated series, as well as a recurring character in Star Wars Rebels, may return in some form in The Rise of Skywalker. In an interview with Japanese news outlet Sora24, and this is via StarWarsNews.net, The Rise of Skywalker director J.J. Abrams alluded pretty bluntly to an Ahsoka cameo of some sort in the upcoming film, which releases on December 20th. Here's that exchange between Abrams and the reporter. Abrams, by the way, who's your favorite character? PK. Me. Or PK. Me? Ahsoka Tano. Sorry for picking someone who only appears in the animated stuff, but I really like her positive, determined personality. Abrams says, hmm, Ahsoka, huh? Well, then you're, you'll probably want to watch closely during The Rise of Skywalker. And the person from BK is like, what? And Abrams says, ha, ha, ha. Well, enjoy the movie. Yes, that's an actual interaction. Just the way I said it probably was a lot better. So there you have it. Abrams gives the reporter a pretty clear indication that Ahsoka Tano will be somewhere in the film. Although, history tells us this will probably be more of an Easter egg than a full-blown speaking role. Third is from IGN and written by Adele Anchors. Kathleen Kennedy says Star Wars films will deviate from trilogy format after the rise of Skywalker. This one's a long one, so enjoy. Lucasfilm presenter or Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy has opened up about her plans to move the Star Wars franchise forward after the rise of Skywalker, explaining how storytelling in this universe will no longer be restricted by a three-act structure. In a new interview with Los Angeles Times, Kennedy discussed the forthcoming final act of the Skywalker saga, along with her plans for the future as she emphasized the importance of breaking the formulaic mold of the previous Star Wars installments. All the yawns. That's from me, not because of the story, just, <laughs> I don't know why. Wait, or uh, what? 
what we've been focused on these last five or six years is finishing that family saga around the Skywalkers, Kennedy told the outlet. Now is the time to start thinking about how to segue into something new and different. It is believed that Kennedy will be finalizing some key decisions about the direction of the franchise in the coming weeks as she spoke about her plans to branch out and move away from the tried and tested trilogy format after the release of episode nine. We've got various scenes we're looking at and various ways in which we can begin or not. She said, you know, do you go back? Do you go forward? All these or all those questions are being asked. Do we stay in this galaxy? Do we go to another? The universe is never ending. The good news and the bad news, they have endless possibilities. I think it gives us a more open ended view of storytelling and doesn't lock us into this three act structure. She said, we're not going to have some finite number and fit it into a box. We're going to let the story dictate that. The report also claims that while the Skywalker saga is coming to an end, Lucasfilm won't abandon the characters created in the most recent trilogy, suggesting that several characters from the sequel series may appear in future Star Wars projects. Kennedy previously touched on the complexities of detaching from the original story to carve a new way forward for the franchise, as she admitted that it was an incredible challenge to determine the best story to develop next, despite a new Star Wars movie being on the decks for 2020. So there you have it. We're going to get more. Just not in the whole three-arc format. Sounds like they're probably going to do a lot of one-offs and integrate them. That's cool, though. And last is from IGN, written by Matthew Adler. Seven or eight Dungeons & Dragons video games in the works, says Wizards of the Coast president. Dungeons & Dragons has been, or has had, a big resurgence over the past few years, with more people playing than ever, including celebrities like Vin Diesel and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The next logical step is to bring D&D back to its video game glory of yesteryear. In an interview with GamesIndustry.biz, Wizards of the Coast president Chris Cox revealed that seven or eight games ranging in the size or ranging in size are planned for the popular role-playing franchise over the next few years. We want each game to have a to have a point of view and to really keep on just a couple of themes and do it really, really well, Cox told GI.biz. What you don't want to do is have every game in the franchise try to do the same thing and try to do everything all at once. Wizards of the Coast, best known for publishing the popular trading card games Magic the Gathering and the Pokemon trading card game, purchased the Dungeons & Dragons license prior to D&D publisher TSR Inc.'s bankruptcy in 1997. Since then, they've made multiple revisions to D&D, releasing the current 5th edition back in 2014. However, Video games based on Dungeons & Dragons licenses have been sparse, with many recent entries being remasters and re-releases of older games like Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter's Night. Earlier this year, Baldur's Gate 3 was announced for PC and Google Stadia. It's being developed by Larian Studios, known for their work on the outstanding Divinity Original Sin isometric RPG games. Uh, let's see, Wizards of the Coast <laughs> President Chris Cox said giving Larian the Baldur's Gate IP to work with was one of the easiest first decisions. Cox also told GI.biz that the upcoming DT video games will explore a variety of genres. In future games, we will explore different areas, whether it's grand strategy and combat at army level scale, to really in intimate, intimate, yeah, intimate character portrayal, Cox said. And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening, and let us know what you thought about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast and listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Twitch 
at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast. Or I'm sorry, Dad's Beards Nerds. <laughs> Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Pod. You know what? Just search Dad's Beards Nerds on all social media and you're basically going to find us. Last, check our Twitter bio to be part of our ever-growing Discord community. And until then, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.